Good morning and welcome to another episode of Banter Banter. I'm Aaron and I like your face. I'm Manny. I like your left foot. I like your scalp. Basically, we like just completely random things about you, but we loathe everything else. I love your epidermis. I love your weenus. Ooh, mine is a little chafed right now. I haven't put any moisturizer on my elbows yet. Please, somebody moisturize Mike's weenus. Moisturize both of them. How's it going, guys? I don't know. Lately, I've just been going through a lot of thoughts and a little something came up. Just, I guess I gotta ask. Everybody, what's the deal with Seinfeld? What is it, 30 years old now? Had its pilot show up sometime in June of 1989? Then it goes and has its second episode like 10 months later in May. What's the deal with that? A door opens and then slams shut and my feet skitter in. Uh, I don't know what's going on, Jerry. I don't get it. As you can tell by our very, very, very poor (laughs) Seinfeld and Kramer impersonations. Oh, that's who it was. Right. Between this past June and March, we had, well, the upcoming March in 2020, we have 30 years since the first and second episodes of Seinfeld aired, and... You know, it wasn't a show that I was crazy about, but usually I'd wind up watching it because it would come on either before or after The Simpsons. This was after it was in syndication, so I wasn't keeping current with it. I actually never watched Seinfeld. I've never even seen a full episode, I don't think. I know random facts about the show and I know things about the characters, but I've never sat down and watched a whole episode. I feel like I am in the same boat with you, Manny, in the sense that I definitely watched it while it was still being released, but not avidly in the sense that, you know, back then you either had to intentionally set your VHS to record the episode while you knew you weren't going to be in the home or you just completely missed it because, you know, there was no DVR, there wasn't TiVo, there wasn't YouTube, the internet didn't really exist, so you couldn't just, like, hop on someplace and catch the latest episode post its release at said time. Unless you wanted to chance on syndication, because, man, that thing has... I don't think it ever stopped running. It just... Different networks keep picking it up. I used to watch most of mine on Fox, and like I said, it was on CBS to begin with. I think right now it's still airing on TBS. And I think it's a great show to have in syndication, because every episode is a standalone as well as you could watch them in series and they do not I wouldn't say intentionally but they sometimes make like a half reference to something that happened in a previous episode but you don't need that episode to still get the jokes that are going on one of my favorite episodes is the one where Kramer ends up with a giant neon light outside of his room for the chicken restaurant and like so he's awake in the middle of the night eating fried chicken out of a bucket in his bed and he's like this is the worst thing for me i'm like hey i can't sleep but the chicken's so good it's addictive yeah i could see why you'd relate to him not to dwell on too much i'm pretty sure we could do an entire episode on seinfeld but just wanted to say it was groundbreaking for its time and you know happy 30 years inanimate tv show yeah happy 30 years of having a tv show about nothing Happy 30-year achievement, Mr. Seinfeld. You did well. Now continue doing coffee with other people in a car.
Anyway, Aaron, what did you have us here for this bright shining Tuesday in the middle of November? Right after daylight savings. Son of saving daylight savings, guys. So tonight I thought it would be fun if we just kind of engaged in a little bit of a question game. Because those can be fun. I was looking at random questions today on the internet, and I thought to myself, these would be fun to ask friends. Are we playing 20 questions? No, not quite. I don't think we have enough time to do 20 questions. Left foot or right foot? Yeah. Right twix or left twix? There's only well, they're one right answer. literally the same if there's two of them in the container, one is left and one is right. You can't put two lefts in the same container because one has to be the left one and one has to be the right one. In a regular package of Twix, which one would you forsake? Because if we were each going to have one, there would be one left over. Which one would be the bastard? The one that's the most melted. As far as choosing which side of something, I tend to go on my dominant side first. So since I'm right-handed, I would choose the one on the right first. I tend to go left because of, I guess, how as a people here in the West, we read left to right. So if, if you and I were to share a Twix, it sounds like we're the perfect couple to do that. I would eat both of them at the same time. Oh! So Mike would pick up the middle two and then just bite into them, right? Yes. There's the confusion of being ambidextrous. I don't know which hand I should grab things with. So I grab it with both and I unwrap it. And then I just try to like almost in a Tommy boy joke about, you know, the two bear claws. Like I would just shove both Twix in my mouth and they would get lodged in my stomach. What about here? Ah, have to drink water to wash them all the way down. Although when Mike says he's ambidextrous, that means that he's willing to watch either Dexter, the live-action TV series about the serial killer, or Dexter's Lab from Cartoon Network. He can do either. It's Dexter's Laboratory. Excuse me, sir. Laboratory. I think it's pronounced Laboratory. Uh, I think it's pronounced embalming location. The laboratory, that's where other experiments happen. <laughs> For all of the dead bodies that he tries to resurrect. Stir the cauldron. Oh, God! <laughs> Anyway, Aaron, what legit questions do you have for us? Yeah, so got a little bit of a list here, and I'm just going to kind of, you know, fire these off, and you guys let me know. Just answer however you guys want to. Pew, 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 pew! Desperately shout stop whenever we've had too much. Right. So, Aaron, what you're saying is you're going to act like Han Solo. Shoot first, ask questions later. Sure. Because you're just going to fire him right off. Pow, 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 pow. Fire, fire, right off. I don't know if I would have used Han Solo as an example to that, but... Well, because he does shoot first before he asks questions. Right, but it's not unprovocated. There was... Greedo was obviously going to take him out if he oh, didn't take him out. Oh, I totally get it. And in the edit of our podcast, much like the edit of episode four, they're going to switch it to where you didn't ask the first question. All right. Okay, guys. Oh, my God. Our, our nerd is starting to show. We got to tuck it back in, fellas. Tuck it back in. Okay, so <gasps> question number one. Is cereal a soup? And if you think so or don't think so, why or why not? No, because I said so. Okay. That's boring, but okay. Uh, Manny, would you like to weigh in? Technically. He will weigh in technically. Technically. Is techni- yeah, are you weighing in technically or is technically your answer? I'm saying technically it is a soup. Okay. Because it constitutes the descriptive measures of a soup. There are cold soups and there are heavily milk cream-based broth soups. 
Look, so, gazpacho is not a soup. I think you need to take that off the table. Nobody likes gazpacho. Why'd you leave gazpacho on the table? I wanted to. Clearly pointed out in the <laughs> Simpsons episode where pigs start to fly and they still don't write the check. Oh, uh, you see, that works perfectly. You see, for me, typically, I soup is hot. I know there are cold soups, but I don't really consider a cold soup a soup. For me, soup is always warm because that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of a cup of soup is the warmth that it gives. And I would never want a hot bowl of cereal. Like, I don't want cereal with, like, milk that's been put on the burner for a few minutes. What about, like, grits or... Grits is not a soup. You cannot use... But it, but it is a cereal. No, grits is grits. Grits is completely different. Oatmeal is a cereal. Is oatmeal considered a cereal? I would not personally consider it a cereal. But if it's classified as a cereal, then... I would call it a breakfast object. Yes. A breakfast object. There are cereal bars that are solid, and I can hand you a cereal bar that is basically like a candy bar, but it's a breakfast. It is a classic cereal, i.e. like Cheerios. All right, so oatmeal is a type of porridge. And the two terms are used interchangeably. See, I would consider porridge a soup. But not all porridge is made of oats. A porridge is a hot cereal that can be made of a variety of grains, including oatmeal. Well, you know, curved line is a straight line, but a straight line is not a curved line, so... Manny will remember this for when we have the discussion on liquors and we start talking about bourbon and whiskey... I would definitely argue they are not the same because they used a different name and are made slightly different. Okay, well, interesting answers on that one. I'm going to go ahead and move on to the second one unless you guys have any final thoughts for cereal is super not. Nah, that's cool. Let's move on. I will pitch one last statement. So a cereal, if you let it sit but it doesn't warm up, i.e. you give it five minutes and your cereal becomes the grain objects in your cereal become soggy. Are you disappointed in that? In a soup, if you wait five minutes after it has been served, but it is still hot and or possibly cold, depending on the type of soup you are being served, the grain object doesn't get more soggy. Are you still disappointed? I think that would be my factor in the difference between a soup and a cereal. I definitely prefer crunch in my cereal. What Aaron really likes is Captain Crunch because he's a masochist and wants the inside of his mouth to get ripped apart by all those crunchy, sharp edges. Hey, listen, if your cereal doesn't, if breakfast doesn't leave the roof of your mouth raw, did you really have breakfast right? Yes. Okay, moving on to the second question. What is the most sexy and least sexy name? Maximilian. That is not a true statement. I don't think Maximilian could be a good or a bad name. Just, it's an odd name. Especially if you don't let your child get the nickname Max. And you tell his friends that they are only allowed to call him Maximilian. You have crossed a line, adult. That's a Richie Rich person name there. Maximilian. I wish I was named Richie Rich. And also was rich. What about you, Mike? What do you think? Manny, sorry. Not you, Mike. You already spoke. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Shut up, Mike. Nobody cares about your answer, Mike. I, Manny, love the name Maximilian for a child. I think it's super sexy because it just shows dollar signs. I was going to say Remington. 
for sexy or not sexy? For most sexy. Okay. You know, there's a TV show with that name, Remington Steel. It's really there good. There's also an apartment complex named that. There's a razor blade called that, too. There's also a gun called that. I don't know if it's called Remington Steel. It's called Remington, though. Well, no, Remington Steel's the TV show. No, but I'm, I'm talking about the gun. Remington Steel, the TV show, also ended up the main actor came one of the random versions of 007. So super sexy. Come on. 007, sexy, suave. I'm going to say for least sexy, Piper. Piper? <laughs> Piper Priblo. Which honestly is more almost kind of a stripper name. I don't think I've ever met someone just named Piper. No, a stripper name is like Candy. But I've met a stripper whose name was Piper. Not her actual name, her stage name was Piper. Yeah, they make whatever name they want. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not unattracted by the name Piper. I actually don't have a good or a bad name. I will say my middle name is one that I wish I didn't have, but I don't think it is sexy or unsexy. It's just a personal hang-up as a childhood interaction. I got you. Michael Cornelius. Ooh, I would really like Cornelius. I would totally take Cornelius. Thank you. I'm changing my middle name to Cornelius. Mike Cornwallis. I would also accept Cornwallis. Or Cornwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Cream Corn. You could give me any name that fits into the Scottish clan names, and I would accept it as a middle name. Mike Mamajama. As much time as you spend on the social platform Reddit, they could call you Mike Reddit. Ooh. What's Mike Reddit score? I didn't read it. He, 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 he. You like what I did there? Yep. I didn't read my score. So I can't tell you. For me, I guess I'm going to say that the sexiest name I can think of is probably like Ricardo or something. Because it's very Ooh, exotic like sounding. Like Rico Suave. Yeah, something like that. Something like Fabio, you know. Rico Suave. My name's Fabio, ladies. I have long, luscious blonde hair. And I came from somewhere in Europe. You know you'd like to... Be on my arm and have me pay for things. But that would be the end of it. So, Manny, I am having a mental image of Fabio's body, but Mike's face attached to the body. That's the best. That is, I don't know if your your face fits that body. <laughs> It'd be really, really That's weird. a winner. That's a, a meme edit to put out. I'd slap that on the cover of Iron Sword for the NES. I'd use the power glove on that image... Hey, come on, man. No no wanking jokes. Oh, no. Sorry, that was like crushing the face. I would use the power glove on that face. Oh, boy. And for the least sexiest name, I think I'm going to go with something like, I don't know, Gertrude. Like, it just doesn't sound appetizing at all. And I hope if, <laughs> if we ever have a Gertrude listener one day, I'm sorry. I promise I'm an okay guy. That was 20% of our listenership. Oh, Is no. Margaret an old person name? I don't think so. You mean Gertrude? Is that what you said? No, Margaret. Margaret? Yeah. No, it's not an old person name, but every single time I think of the name Margaret, I think of an old person. When I went to a church interaction, I had the hots for a Margaret. She was a year younger than me. Clearly, it didn't work out. 
Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Wow. We have only done two so far. Let's, uh, let's move on to the third one. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Opening a jar in the nude. Little shout out to anyone who paid any sort of attention in Seinfeld. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could get down with the opening the jar. That's 100% accurate because everyone looks, does look pretty stupid doing it. Especially when you can't get it open. Yeah, well, now imagine your lover trying to do that while in the nude. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I, I, I don't have a lover, so I can't imagine I that. Just, I'm playing hypotheticals. Yeah, here. no, Come it's on. fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm just busting your chops. Uh, Mike, what do you think? I would say the thing that everybody looks silly doing is pooping. Because I have seen small children poop into their diapers, and the face they make is hilarious. And I can only imagine if I only saw a headshot of other people pooping, that would be (laughs) hilarious. Because I only want the headshot. I don't want anything else. They call him Mike the Scat Man. I'm the Scat Man. I think people kind of look dumb while they're flirting. Like Hollywood, you know, the boy meets the girl and the antics on screen. It makes it quirky and charming. But watching some guys, especially guys, try to try to spit game at girls is embarrassing. And I've had plenty of experience going out with guys that are trying to spit game at girls. And Whoa, I just all Aaron. these all they say all these things that they think are that are funny hey, and they're catching. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Did girl. You? Stop did right you fall there. From, did you fall from heaven? Because it looks like you landed on your face. <laughs> the, the reverse the reverse pickup line. That's the drop down line. You you look great in those clothes. They'd look better in a corner next to my bed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to break into your house and steal stuff from your closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity, giggity, I'm going to look through your window while you change at night. But it's going to be your living room window while you're changing in your bedroom. This story just got a very different ending from what I was expecting. I am going to pick the lock on your door and hang out in your living room while you take a shower. Did Shyamalan write this joke? Yes, because then I will turn the TV off and leave after having done your dishes. But I will not let you know that I was there and nothing else will be missing. Good lord. Alright, moving. I'll just I'll just come clean your house while you're in the shower and then and then nothing's missing, but it's all put away and folded and nice and neat and it looks super professional like a maid service. That is a very, very specific answer. And then I will lock the front door from the outside because I picked the lock to get in. Like I know that joke was just a minute, but I feel like I lost the last fifteen years. Yeah, no, I I gotta I struggle to get him back. <laughs> Okay, let's do at least one more. Okay, so what part of a kid's movie completely scarred you? Question four. Oh, I thought that was scared me. I no. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for this comment. All right, I'll come back to you, Mike. Manny, dang it! That's the second time I've done that. Yeah. All right, Manny. As Manny, I think the thing that scared me the most <laughs> was it, it was the talking chair from Pee Wee's Playhouse that scarred me, furniture talking, it's not acceptable. I understand that. The couch looked pretty creepy, too. Oh, but it's Cherry! How do you not like Cherry? I'm ashamed at you, sir. I'm ashamed. 
everybody should love Cherry. I mean, I would say it was probably the Heffalumps and Woozles musical number from The Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. No, that was very frightening. That's right up there with the the intoxication in Dumbo. Oh, I was going to say the scary dream sequence that Dumbo had. You stole it from me this time. Aaron, the lightning thief. (laughs) Yes, the power is mine. The Dumbo thief. Are you talking about the dream sequence with the pink elephants on parade? Yeah. yeah. No, that's it wasn't a dream sequence. That was intoxication. Sure. I don't remember the movie very well. It's been 20 plus years. I haven't interacted with it in a long time. I just vaguely remember that. And it was, I distinctly recognize that that was not. You mean you haven't seen the live action remake? Fever Dream by Tim Burton? I did. It's, it's called Tears of Water. Something about an elephant being abused. <laughs> Tears of Water. Elephants in the Blue, where it's they... called God of War. <laughs> Legend of Greg. <laughs> no, no. The Legend of Greg is... Little Game Grumps for you. No! I'm lifting up my skirt and it's a blinding light because I'm Greg! Oh, Lord, no. Okay, we're moving on. No more, no more. Okay, so... Fire off one more. Man, oh wait, I didn't answer right, Manny. You already answered. Sorry. Okay, so for me, it was the scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where Christopher Lloyd's villain Judge Doom got an air hose put into his face, and it pumped him full of air until it popped his his real human eyes out because this was apparently a cartoon in a meat suit the whole time. And when it happened, his cartoon eyes started showing they were maniacal and red. His voice got very high-pitched. And that entire sequence actually made me not be able to sleep well for a month. My mother told me that I ran out of the living room screaming after that. And then she said it gave me night terrors for several weeks. I can understand that. When I saw that movie, I was totally acceptable of that moment. That reminds me of that scene in Total Recall where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes out into the atmosphere of Mars and his head starts to like. Oh, yes. Explode. Yeah. His, his yeah. Oh, the pressure rise and yeah. Yeah. And his eyes get all big and buggy. Yeah. That's a very frightening scene as well. It's not the part where the man rips his shirt open and you see like the second man inside. No, the first man. it's not. It's not Quaid. <laughs> and Quaid's like, I have a law degree in both. Mars law and U.S. law, but don't ask me about U.N. law. I don't have any knowledge of that. What? That sounds like a way to object to something. Ah, come on, guys. That's not Quaid. (laughs) That's not not Quaid. (laughs) Okay, I'll go and do another one. If animals could talk, which one would be rudest? I'm actually really excited to discuss this one with y'all. Honey badger. Because honey badger don't give a... That exactly. is my exact answer. Honey badger. Honey badger. Ooh, ooh. No, no. Sidebar. I definitely still go with honey badger, but wasps. Because wasps also give no Fs about anything. Oh, what? You're in my area? Sting, 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 sting. Didn't kill me. Fly away. Yeah, I hate wasps. I've been stung. I've been stung once by a wasp, but I never want it to happen again. And they don't even pollinate our flowering products. 
like honeybees and the other as a child being allergic to bees and wasps. I was afraid of Africanized bees. That was the mix between European honeybees and the actual African honeybees, which made them much more aggressive. But they still pollinate. So I do understand their purpose in life. Wasps don't don't get it. How can I get more of the spider wasps that eat wasps and like keep them alive and put eggs inside them? Because those are that I want those spiders. More of them. So many more. I do not like spiders at all. So more spiders doesn't sound great to me, but I know spiders also do a lot for the environment. So you know, that sounds a a lot like the counter, though. I think there's something called a spider hawk, which yeah. is a type of wasp. That kills that, spiders. Yeah, it'll paralyze it, drag it into a nest, and then insert an egg into the spider's thorax. Those are in South America. I don't have to worry about them, so they're not on my radar. Barely. They're only on my radar because I got very infatuated with all things flying and poisonous to me. And learn the ones that I don't need to care about, which is like the spider hog. Don't, not in my living space. I'm cool. I don't want to use uh, one of my $200 EpiPens to save my life while I wait for the ambulance to show up. Thanks, U.S. healthcare system. All right, I'm done. And thank you, wasps, for being flying dicks. Yeah, no, F you, wasps. I don't like you because I'm allergic to you and you could kill me. You're just a bunch of red a-holes. You're things I wish I could kill without having to touch you or get close to you. If I could just, like, press a button and kill you all at the same time, I'd be cool with it. I wish if you could, you could just kick a wasp in the nuts and it just explodes. I would accept that. But then they'd be much larger and I would be very scared. Where they have that big red button that's behind the glass that they hit and it makes the Megazord knee something in the crotch. Uh, it knees Ivan Ooze in the crotch and then he flies away into space and gets hit by Haley's Comet. Yes, that is precisely what I want to, beat for beat, what I want to happen. I would actually rather hit the red button and then the Powerpuff Girls show up and beat the wasp up and the wasp like sinks away to its home like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'll never sting again. It's got the bandage already on its eye from where they beat it up and like one arm's in a sling even though they didn't show up with any medical supplies when they beat him up. But somehow he had all that medical supplies on him. He's like, I'm so sorry, just please... Please leave me alone. I'm just trying to raise my family. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would take that. Don't make us feel sorry for the wasp. I'm not sorry for the wasp. I just want him to randomly get bandaged up after he got beat up by the Powerpuff Girls. I guess that's fair. All right. Well, I guess I'm about to conclude there with the questions. That was fun. Well, now that you're concluding, I came across something recently that I couldn't help but notice we, in like a strange way, are almost part of a zeitgeist here we recently did an episode where we dabbled in the original trailer of mulan because mulan the original animated movie is now old enough to drink or by several years old enough to drink depending on how old the drinking age is in china we don't know it did as the song goes and it became a man but theoretically Based in the U.S., 21 is the drinking age, and Mulan has recently been able to start drinking. And shortly after that episode, Disney 
powerhouse us with a live action trailer of Mulan. Isn't our timing just impeccable sometimes? It's kind of uh, ironic and entertaining that we happen to talk about something and Disney basically stole our braingasm and turned it into a movie. Don't get it, but I love it. I just wanted to point that out. And I also was wondering if Pickle Rick is going to go ham on some poor, unknowing McDonald's cashier because they don't have his gosh darn Szechuan sauce. That's the big question in my heart now that Mulan is making a resurgence as a live action feature. Will that bring Szechuan sauce back to McDonald's? I'm pretty sure McDonald's has sworn that off. I can't wait for the next trailers that come up that'll show us the Eddie Murphy Mushu that they're going to do. I really hope that it's some sort of like half live action, half CG hybrid the way uh, Genie was with Will Smith. I want Eddie Murphy's face in prosthetics where he will do all of his motion capture like off camera and they will impose that onto a tiny Asian dragon body. That's it. Instead of the Szechuan sauce, McDonald's is starting to offer in the kids meal a bobblehead dragon Eddie Murphy. I want five of those right now. I want ten of them so I can wait five years and sell them on eBay. I want it to be the new character in Smash Brothers. <laughs> Bobblehead Mushu. I would learn how to play Smash Brothers just for that character. Truly, everyone is now here. We have to end every single addition to Smash Brothers with that, I think. I mean, <laughs> a bobblehead anybody makes everything better, right? Like Tiny Dragon, Bobblehead, Eddie Murphy. If it was like a tiny body, Bobblehead, Will Smith, wouldn't that be classic? It would be better than another Fire Emblem character. Yeah, I think the Smash Brothers at this point is pretty oversaturated with Fire Emblem characters. They're cool. Martha's still my favorite. What if it was a bobblehead uh, raccoon from the other Disney movie, Pocahontas? What if it was a bobblehead Captain Smith from Pocahontas? No, not selling it. I mean, I guess anyone could be a bobblehead. Bobbleheads don't fix everything. I'm sorry. But I do really want a bobblehead Eddie Murphy on a tiny, narrow dragon body. I mean, I would buy that. Please make it happen. Actually, Mike, if you think that a bobblehead anything will fix anything, you definitely need to work for Funko because that seems to be all of the pop figure line. Those are not bobbleheads. I can't tap the head and make it jiggle. Sure. Have you seen the Mysterio one? Oh, you mean from the movie Mysterio, Far From Mysterio? Yes. Yes, I have seen that one. The same. The one from TV. I really only like the bobblehead Spider-Man on the Mysterio body because that makes it more interactive. Okay. Mysterio says (laughs) no, and I can make Spider-Man say yes. But Mysterio's body doesn't have a choice. It's happening. Well, like I said, you could totally work with them and be like, yeah, this figure is nice, but you know what would make it better? If it were bobblehead. Mm, You know, I like that pitch. You're going to have to delete this so that they don't know what I'm about to pitch to them when I interview. Okay, well, I think it's about time we take this podcast out back. And shoot it mercilessly. And shoot it until it stops recording. What? I was just going to let it go to the bathroom and then bring it back inside.
Okay, well, I, I don't know if this is a go to the bathroom and it'll all be fixed. It's not rabid. No, it's not rabid, but I think it's lived its life to the fullest. The doctor fixes it. He either chops the nuts off or it gives it a cool little tattoo because it's a woman so that you don't, like, accidentally cut it back open and try to refix it when there's nothing there to fix. I think it is Rayman Rabbids. Ooh, the Raving Rabbids? Ah, uh, you know what? I'd love to see the rabbits from Rayman fight the minions from Despicable Me. That would be a great game. Let's make it happen. <laughs> what do you think, audience? Do you think that sounds like a great idea? What are some of your answers to the questions that I've asked tonight? Yeah, I totally dibs the rabbits question for my question of the week to the audience. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about our question of the week. If you happen to be walking around an arcade and you saw Raving Rabbids versus the Minions, would you drop two quarters into that game and play it? Is that your question this week for the audience? No, I'm just tweaking Manny's question to make it a little bit better. No. <laughs> drop that part. Gosh, Manny, ask questions better. My question to the crowd is, take a look at the original Mulan trailer. Take a look at the new trailer. How do you feel about it? Do you think the new movie is going to do justice to the original? Or is it going to fall short in some ways that you can determine via said trailers? That's all. And my question is, will they bring Szechuan sauce back? Only if you go back to 1986. Yes, there's your answer. Mulan did come out 1986, came out much later than that. Get another question for the audience. Are you asking me to ask another question? Yes and no. I'm going to stick with mine. Thank you very much. It was a joke on the Rick and Morty episode because he said 1986. Oh, okay. I actually haven't even seen that episode. I'm a little behind on Rick and Morty. You can delete this conversation. It's okay. Okay. Well, I'll probably will. You keep what you want. Yeah, keep what you kill. What is this? Oregon Trail? I killed a buffalo and I can only carry 100 pounds of meat back to my caravan. I just lost 214 pounds of meat. Boy, how quickly you can get that meat cooked before it spoils. This is back in pioneer days, man. There ain't no preservatives. You can throw some salt on something. That might help a little bit. Jerky, sir. Jerky. Jerk that meat. I am a jerky boy. Your refrigerator's running. You better go catch it. Oh. Hold on. Let me dial another phone number that I don't know. Do you also have a refrigerator? And is it running? You should go catch it. Holy crap. Be good or be good at it. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. You can reach the host of Banter Banter on Twitter. You can find Aaron at 8BitWizard. The 8 is Roman numerical. At Brogar, C-R-E, for Manny. You can find me on Twitter at Mike8Time, the number 8. You can also email us at BanterBanterCast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at BanterBanterCast. The opening and closing theme is called Making Me Nervous by Brad Sucks off of his album titled I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Consider buying it. We appreciate your support and listenership and we'll see you guys next time.